All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are live, and this is a very, very impromptu live stream that I just put together, like, on the fly with zero preparation. But the reason I'm going live is because I feel like everything that's happening right now is intended to demoralize, divide, and conquer the MAGA movement. There's been so, it's, it's been a, a complete and total avalanche of bad news, one thing after another, just in the last you know week or so, and so I feel like we're at a, we're at a crucial moment right now, where people across the country, patriots, are absolutely fed up, pissed off at the breaking point, at the boiling point, and so if we don't really uh, start having some tough conversations and get our act together and start directing this anger towards something productive, things are going to get ugly and they're going to get out of hand fast. I can just see it coming Um, because this is, like I said, the breaking point, the boiling point. Um, We've got a situation right now where Trump is aiming, I believe tonight, to announce that he's going to be running for president in 2024. And at the same time, we just lost the Senate um, we just lost governorships, secretary of state races, attorney general races, and the house, believe it or not, is hanging in the balance. It is not a done deal. It's not a clean sweep of a Republican majority. In fact, I just did a live stream about this on locals for my supporters. And, um, we, we did the breakdown where Republicans could lose the house in, in what was supposed to be the biggest red wave bloodbath in American history. Now, I'm going to, uh, real quick, because I put this together so quickly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my Telegram people that I'm live, try to get some people to join in. Um, right? And so, <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbelievable, man. So, we're all being gaslighted. We're all being fed this narrative right now that it's all Trump's fault. Trump is a liability. He's weighing us down. Um, he's a thing of the past. And at this point, it's just sad to watch, right? That's, that's pretty much what, what the daily wire, what the mainstream media, what everybody wants you to be thinking right now. And if you take that narrative and you believe it, then you're, you're completely disregarding everything we've seen and learned in the last couple of years. It, because if 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 you believe that, then you're disregarding the fact that elections are stolen, which we've proven to you for the last two years. So how is it that Trump is a drag on the party? How is he a liability? If it, if if you believe that, then you believe that elections and the results can be trusted, and they and we know that they can't. Um. And so, besides that. And I, I just thought about this the other day, <laughs> as you see all these uh, rhinos coming out against Trump or just turning their backs on him, giving him the cold shoulder. What I realized is this, all of these people, these big headed people, permanent Washington that are trying to tell you that Trump is, is a thing of the past and they're trying to get you to run back into the arms of the GOP establishment. They're trying to tell you that Trump is a liability. These are the people that have done everything in their power, every single possible possible thing, whether it was the endless witch hunts, whether it was the propaganda, the lies in the mainstream media, whether it was the very recent intentional sabotage of the GOP uh, red wave, all of that, 
They are the ones that crafted and concocted. They are the orchestrators of making Trump into this politically divisive figure and convincing the public that he's a racist, bigot, homophobe, he's incompetent, he's stupid, he's egotistical, he's belligerent, he can't be trusted. He's, they're the ones that have orchestrated that. The ones that have, that have tried everything in their power to destroy Trump for the last six years are the ones telling you that he didn't carry us to victory in the midterms. Well, gee, I wonder why. The, the same people that are in positions of power because their elections were rigged are the ones telling you that Trump did not bring us a victory. I wonder why. So I'm just telling you, if you're, if you're taking the bait on this and turning your back on Trump because you're, you're starting to feel just fed up and you're starting to feel like, oh, well, I guess, man, maybe the MAGA movement is dead. Maybe Trump's not the leader. Maybe he's not the one that, that should be uh, calling the shots anymore because of what just happened. Then you're just, you're being blind. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see you guys be gullible. Uh, Mighty Mouse says Trump did more for America than anyone else has in the past years. I still stand with Trump. We owe him for all the good he's done for us. I agree. Mighty Mouse, I agree. Now let's address something real quick. Let's address something real quick because I have been. Look, after the midterms, I saw all of the establishment figures, um, coming out against Trump and trying to prop up DeSantis. And I I said to everybody, I said, I'm not going for this. This is stupid. This is divisive. This is divide and conquer. I think uh, DeSantis is an ally, um, or at least I think we should wait before we make any assumptions. They're all telling us he's going to, you know, run in 2024. And I don't believe that because he hasn't said that he is yet. And um, so I was like, guys, let's just not even go for this right now. Let's not fall into this trap. But then... Today, DeSantis responded after multiple uh, jabs from Trump. Trump has been jabbing him. He's been poking him. He's been saying, DeSanctimonious. He's been saying, um, you would have never gotten elected in 2018 if it weren't for me. He's been saying all this stuff. And just just last night, he put out a video of, you know, you know DeSantis' wife, saying his his son is a Trump supporting pit bull or some crap like that and basically mocking him at this point. So now DeSantis was put in a position where he has to respond. I think Trump brilliantly orchestrated this to kind of force DeSantis to announce his plans. Are you going to run for 2024 or are you going to do what you should do, which is take a back seat um you know, uh, give me the respect of allowing me to lead the MAGA movement until my time is up, until I'm no longer, uh, you know, able to hold political office, and then I give the reins to you. Basically, I made you, so you should, you owe me that respect. That's what Trump's been saying. He put the ball in his court, he gave him a choice. Now, uh, it appears that the rumors about Ron DeSantis are, are true. You know, people have been saying, this guy, Ron DeSantis, is not who you think he is. And I didn't want to hear it, honestly. You know, I'm pretty logical. And I don't really allow my emotions to dictate my reactions to things. I'm pretty logical. 
But in, on this one, I, I had an immediate response, which was like, nah, come on, stop talking shit about my governor. I lived in Florida under COVID, and if it weren't for Ron DeSantis, my life would have been totally different. I saw what was happening in New York and California, and I was just so grateful to live in the state of Florida um, where, where you know, Ron, Ron DeSantis was tough on the vaccine agenda on our kids and all this stuff, and I got a kid now. So I, it was really hard for me to make that break. Um, but people started saying, look into who's funding this guy. Look who his, his, his ties to the Bush dynasty. Look at the, what the Lincoln project is saying. Look at all this stuff. And I didn't want to see it at first, but, but, but now you can't look away. So Ron DeSantis has responded. Now let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Whoops. Look at my stupid mug. I meant to pull this up. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, fresh off a landslide, 60% to 40% victory last week over Charlie Crist, invited critics and potential rival President Trump to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. This is what he said in response when he was pressed about the the current um, division between himself and Trump. Now, I'm going to play this video because I want you guys to hear it for yourself. And I'm not 100% sure that the audio is going to play, so I'm going to ask you guys in the in the comments section, please let me know that the audio is working. So we're going to go ahead and hit play. This was Ron DeSantis' response to Trump. We would like to know what you think about Trump's big announcement and some of the less than flattering comments he has made about you. First of all, first of all, and, and again, let me know if you heard that. First of all, DeSantis laughed at what do you think of Trump's big announcement tonight? So that is a, a, a what a look. I am very loyal. I'm very loyal. Okay. I've I've been loyal to DeSantis, but my loyalty lies with with Trump. All right. I think that's pretty clear. DeSantis just laughed at the prospect of an, a potential announcement from Trump to run in twenty. 24. He's got this shit-eating, cocky grin on his face. Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do I think about Donald Trump running in 2024? <laughs> what a joke. What a joke. Like, that right there is a massive indicator. Now, I've actually been told, and I hope they don't mind me disclosing this, but from uh, the, the ladies at Audit the Vote PA, they told me that they heard through trusted sources that Ron and Trump don't get along and that there's been beef between them. And there has been for quite a while. And so, uh, now that's becoming pretty clear. These two guys are not on the same team. They're not allies. Um, and Ron is now laughing, mocking, ridiculing Trump with this shit eating grin about the potential prospect of a run in 2024. And here's what he had to say about the comments from Trump. So we're going to let it play. Well, you know, one of the things I've learned, like learned in this job is um, uh, when you're do when you're leading, when you're getting, getting things done. Yeah. You take incoming fire. That's just the nature of it. Uh, I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm. Just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning and it's constantly attacking. And this is just what's happened. I don't think any governor got attacked more, particularly by corporate media than me over my four-year term. And yet, I think what you, what you learn is all that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading? Are you getting in front of issues? 
Uh, are you delivering results for people? And are you standing up for folks? And if you do that, then none of that stuff matters. And, and that's what we've done. We focused on results and leadership. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. Uh, the fact of the matter is... You know, the fact of the matter is we, um, it, it was the, the, the greatest uh, Republican victory in the history of the state of Florida. Okay. So that is so, so telling right there. Referring to the comments from Trump as just noise and actually comparing him to the mainstream media that just, just kind of, he wakes up in the morning and there's just all this noise from propagandists and, and people saying lies about him and blah, 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 blah. And he just threw Trump into the the same trash pile as all the mainstream media outlets that are just making noise. Like it doesn't even, it's not even a blip on his radar. And you know, if you want my response, just go look at the scoreboard. One of the greatest, actually he said the greatest Republican victory in the state of Florida. Now, what does that mean? He's, he's comparing his victory to previous Republican victories, including Donald Trump's victory in Florida. And he's saying, we actually did better. Look at the scoreboard. This is what Ron DeSantis is trying to say in response to Trump. Now, I got to say, I got to say, this is going to cause a lot of trouble. This is, this is going to be, this is a big time trouble, guys, because the average person, we, we have a, such a strong, loyal to the death uh, hardcore MAGA supporter base. But I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this. That doesn't make up the, the large majority of the country. I, I mean, when you just factor the entire populace in, it, it, MAGA is not the, the majority of the country. Hardcore MAGA. Um, you have a lot of people on the outskirts of hardcore MAGA that are actually going to believe this that are actually going to go for this. They're literally just looking at the scoreboard. And the mainstream media is taking Trump's comments about Ron and making it like, look at him. He's he's out of control. He's unhinged. He's basically just kind of uh self-sabotaging and and spiraling. That that that's that's what that's what they're saying. He's he's basically having a temper tantrum. And Ron DeSantis is over here being alpha daddy like doesn't even blip on my radar you know it's just it's just a drop in the bucket with all the other bullshit that the mainstream media says it you know as if to say that trump's no longer relevant that's that's how i interpret this and and this this level of arrogance and cockiness being exuded by desantis in talking about the person who gate you know basically gave him the office that he now holds I, 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 I'm just beside myself. Now, a lot of people think, a lot of people think this is just optics. This is just sort of a, a we're watching a movie, you know, the, these two guys are friends behind the scenes and they're, they're conducting a sting operation to out the, to out the establishment people. They're, they're trying to make people take sides and look, man, I, I just don't, I just don't go for that. I don't, I don't believe that at all. It is what it looks like. Most everything 
is what it looks like. I mean, I really don't think we need to read that deeply into this. It's it's basically, <laughs> it's pretty simple. Um, And so people are going to have to make a choice. It's not my call. I'm not the one saying you got to make a choice. This is a choice that's being presented to us forcefully. Um, because it, it's very clear that Ron DeSantis does intend to run in 2024. And and there were signs all along the way. You had signs with Ron DeSantis building up this big war chest. You had signs of DeSantis doing this stuff with um, illegals that he went and picked up from Texas and took to, uh, what the hell's it? You know, what what the hell's it called? Damn it, I can't remember. He took illegals and... Martha's Vineyard, took him to Martha's Vineyard to make this big national spectacle. And I was like, why Why would he do that? Why do you got to go to Texas and pick him up? Unless you're trying to like do this political stunt to get yourself political points across the board. You're not worried solely on what's going on in Florida. You're trying to score political points across the country. So that was a big sign that he's going to run in 2024. And... Uh, the signs have just kind of been stacking up. And now, Trump forced him to out himself. He forced him to. I mean, anytime one of these guys gets in the... Like, you got freaking Mike Pompeo, where people are asking him, hey, if Trump runs, is that going to affect your decision? And he's like, no, it won't affect my decision at all. Mike Pence, um, Mike Pence, would you vote for for Donald Trump if he ran in 2024? And Pence just is like, Actually, I think there might be somebody better. And it's like, dude, you you guys are you guys are telling us you're running in 2024. People love to take something like that and read really deeply into it and decode the freaking bricks on the wall behind them and be like they're actually they're telling us that there's a white hat, you know, they're 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 just actors. Kayfabe or whatever. These guys are all turning their backs on Trump. And I'm telling you, everything right now that's happening it's a coordinated, collaborative effort of all the establishment people trying to get everybody to ditch Trump and look at it as like, we just can't rely on this guy anymore. It's just one loss, one thing after another. It's too stressful. The guy's bogged down with investigations. He can't carry us to victory. He's too controversial. He's too divisive. He's too old. There, there's no more Donald Trump in the political realm anymore. You know, and and, and and they want you to be like, all right, so what are we going to do? We're going to run back into the arms of the GOP establishment that screwed us over, that sent our kids to die in Iraq and Afghanistan, the ones that uh, got our kids addicted to opiates. These are the same people that um, screwed you over. They're now, and, and Donald Trump came along and gave people hope the people that sold out the manufacturing jobs that sold us out to china all those people they're like you know donald trump is a political liability he's he can't be trusted to run the country and so come back to us come back to us everything will get stable everything will everything will get better that's what they're trying to do and it's amazing to me to watch how many of these rats that there are I mean, you got, I, but, but at the same time, I want you guys to be careful with this. I want you to be very careful. 
Because there's people like, I'm making a list of everybody that comes out and says that they're going to dump Trump because they're all deep state actors. They're all being paid to do it. They're all, they're all working for the other side. And I, don't, I wouldn't jump to that conclusion because when you look at the surface of things, when you look at everything on the surface, if that's all you look at, but I, I got to be honest, boy, it sure does look that way. After this midterm election, if you're not a believer in election fraud and you're not really paying attention, boy, it kind of does look like there's that that Trump has become a political liability. I don't believe that, but I could see how somebody not paying much attention would believe that. So just because somebody comes out and says it does not mean that they're being paid to say it or that they're, uh, you know, working for the other side. You know, I, I, I really, I really think that, um, I really think that we are just in, we're in a shit storm right now. The storm is upon us and it's a shit storm. And there's a big, massive, hardcore MAGA movement that is hanging on that is never going to turn away from Trump, ever. And I, I mean, why would I? Why would, why would I turn away from Trump? Because the only thing, here's, here's the thing, the only reason that Trump has been bogged down with investigations, has been twice impeached, has lost elections is because of the deep state people that want to destroy this country. The reason he's become a politically divisive figure is because you doctored evidence to make a case that he's racist. You've lied to the American public for six years that he's a racist. You've never given him credit for one accomplishment and 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 so it's not he's not he's not the problem here he's not the problem here jones nick is oltman telling the truth about arizona shutting down yes i believe that there is an uh people organizing to shut down arizona but but what they're doing right now is they're giving them until friday to respond are you going to comply with our demand for a new election they're giving them till Friday, and if not, then they're going to peacefully ascend and shut down everything. Nobody's getting in. Nobody's getting out. It's just going to be blockaded. There's going to be protests. There's going to be a big, big peaceful movement to oppose what, what they're calling an election and demanding a new one. So I definitely think that... um. And, and, and I said this in my last live stream. By the way, guys, shameless plug, if you are not a supporter on Locals, I would ask you to become one because every single week I'm putting up uh, videos exclusively for supporters over there. And I started doing that because I feel like, you know, we ha Locals, I have a huge following, but, you know, not not many people are like actual supporters. And... A lot of people have like started turning to Rumble, and it's because the platforms have been the same. I've been uploading the same videos to both platforms, and I'm like, I feel like I have to differentiate locals from Rumble and offer something different and provide some sort of incentive because people that 
we're like supporters over there. They're like, well, I signed up and I just get the same thing I got on Rumble. So, so I've I've decided to create a little bit of a media model where you know I'm going live mostly over here. And if you want to support this channel, you can go to locals, sign up. Um, it is free, and you'll get all these same videos. But you can become a supporter and get an extra video every week. And we talked about um, we talked about the fact that Republicans can actually lose the House. Judging by how things are looking, um, there are 13 races yet to be called, nine of which are in California, two of which are in Colorado, one in Alaska, one in Maine. Alaska and Maine have ranked choice voting. California is still taking mail-in ballots and has till December to count them. And Colorado... Same thing. They're still getting they're getting ballots from military overseas to crush Lauren Boebert. So the 13 races that are still yet to be called, they're all hanging by a thread. And I wouldn't be surprised to see every single one of those races fall to the the ranked choice voting and the mass scale mail-in ballot scheme. Now, um where was I? Where was I? So I guess that brings us to our next story. Kevin McCarthy has just been nominated House Speaker. Sickening, man. So, ah, just a a litany, a shitstorm of bad news. McCarthy just won the GOP nomination for House Speaker, losing 31 votes from his caucus, but will move to a final contest before the full House in January. Now, I told people, I said, look, this whole thing about, you know, Trump for speaker uh, or even, you know, Andy Biggs. I'm like, look, here's the thing. The the GOP establishment, the rhinos and the Democrats are all going to collude. They're all going to collude to sabotage any America first candidate that you that you put up there. And there ain't no way in hell. No way in hell Donald Trump will be House Speaker. One, because they would sabotage him. And two... Because, yes, not officially. The vote is in January, but he's been nominated by the GOP with a majority vote. Now, like I was saying, one, it's never going to happen because... I don't know if you guys can hear the baby crying. Can you guys hear the baby crying? Because I can turn my mic down a little bit. Anyways, one, because they would sabotage any America First person that you put up there because the Democrats get a vote. And if we're talking about a razor-thin Republican majority, if that, if we're lucky, razor-thin by one, two, three X, three, three votes, uh, three-seat House majority, then they could easily sabotage that. But also because Trump has said that he, he doesn't want to. He's, he's, he doesn't want to be the House Speaker. I mean, the dude, the dude is never going to take third fiddle. He, he he's not going to be the fucking third he's not going to take a lesser job after being the president of the United States and having that stolen from him Trump is a CEO Trump is alpha daddy you know top dog right there's no way that he would ever take the third he, he's he's not going to be third man in charge under Joe Biden and Kamala Harris there's no way even if they wanted to elect him, even if they nominated him. 
So I never really bought into that or gave it too much credibility. And so, so Trump, um, like Trump, Trump is not going to, Trump was never going to be the speaker guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was, it was not going to be the speaker. And I said that they're going to put up Kevin McCarthy because they don't want to run the risk of trying to put somebody else up there and then getting a few Republicans to uh, side with the Democrats. And then they, they could put Pelosi back up in there or they could put Liz Cheney in there. Liz Cheney. I was thinking because she was once a Republican and everybody that hates Trump from the Republican party, they would vote for her and all the Democrats would vote for her out of necessity because you know, of the situation they're in with the Republicans getting the majority. I was like, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. They could, they could put Liz Cheney in there. So Marjorie Taylor green came out and she was like, don't, I'm sorry, but if we don't put Kevin McCarthy up, then the Republicans are going to side with the Democrats. They're going to whip up some votes and we're going to end up with Pelosi or something. And I was like, she's not wrong. Although it's massively disappointing that these are the kind of games that we have to play that when you look at the Republican party as a whole, and you take polls of the people in their interests, 99.9% of people do not want Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy, but because of the political circle jerk, it's almost like a necessity so that you don't get sabotaged with somebody like Andy Biggs or, or, so here's what happened. Um, Andy Biggs was the challenger, and the, the final vote tally was 188 to 31, which means that 188 people voted for McCarthy and only 31 voted for Andy Biggs. So uh, kind, of, kind of disappointing, kind of disappointing. Yes, McCarthy is a Democrat. And so here we are. Here we are. We wanted this red bloodbath, absolute bloodbath, where the balance of power is shifted to represent the will of the people. The America First MAGA movement gets representatives in there, and we we completely take back the power. And we, I'll be, I mean, I think I speak for most of us when I say we want some effing revenge. And I know that's a dirty word, but. I want some freaking, well, I want some accountability. I want some real justice. I want a Biden impeached. I want Harris impeached. I want Mayorkas impeached. I want all these people to be investigated, potentially put in prison. That's the kind of justice that we're talking about, right? Because these people literally just took our lives, put us, they, they, we, we were put on, we were forced on house arrest. They tried to force us to take experimental drugs. They destroyed our economy. They destroyed our lives. They've they've literally been trying to move us all into serfdom. And they've been they've been literally exercising tyranny over us, putting their thumb over us for two years. And the corruption is endless between from, from Hunter Biden's laptop to the the, the Wuhan lab leak to the FTX scandal, which I haven't really talked about on this channel, but basically the the money... Guys, wrap your minds around this one. 
They sent billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine. Ukraine partnered with FTX, a crypto exchange, and then FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried put $40 million into Democrat campaigns using the money that was laundered over to Ukraine. So, so let me, let me, let me, let's get this straight. Federal tax dollars, your tax dollars, my tax dollars were laundered over to Ukraine to prop up an illegitimate Zelensky um, to safeguard their other money laundering operations in Ukraine and actually escalate us into very close to nuclear conflict, World War Three. They sent all this money over there using your tax dollars, and I'm pretty sure most of you are registered Republicans, to fund the Democrats' campaigns and to, uh, to, to, to rig an election. That's what they did. And guess what? Kevin McCarthy, who just got nominated for House Speaker, was one of the people that took the money. So was Mitch McConnell. The Republican leadership were in cahoots. Big surprise. Shocker. Shocker. Oh, no. I can't believe that there's a uniparty. That they're all collaborating together. And so what I'm trying to get to here, people want justice. People want justice. And we were all kind of gaslighted. And I participated in it because I started to get optimistic. I said, man, I don't think they can even rig this one. There's... The Biden administration is that unpopular. The left-wing agenda is that unpopular. I don't think they can overcome the cheat. I don't think they can cheat that much. And I'll I'll be honest with you. I participated in the gaslighting because I I believed it to an extent. Now, the the whole way leading up to the election, I was sitting there thinking to myself, Nick, they rigged the last one, and they just rigged the primaries. What do you think the chances are they're going to rig this one? And I was like, shut up, Nick. Shut up. Don't be a black pillar. And I was like, but nothing's really changed. I mean, Michigan, Pennsylvania, George. Shut up, Nick. Shut your shut your mouth. It's going to be a red blood bath. But none of the mules were arrested, and the Dominion machines are still there, and the mass scale mail-in voting, and the Eric voter roll. Ah, shut up. Just, just stop it. Just stop it. You're being a black pillar. You're being a doomer. They can't rig it this time. But, Nick, you have absolutely no reason whatsoever to believe that they're not going to rig it this time. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, Nick. I, I was having this conversation with myself the entire the entire time. Okay, and here we go. Boom, they rigged the election. And it's, it's, it's daunting to consider the fact that there's going to be pretty much no investigations no impeachments, nothing. Because we lost the Senate, so there goes your subpoena power, and Fauci's in the clear. Rand Paul ain't going to be able to do much with, with Fauci. Big Tech's in the clear. Uh, and and so Hunter Hunter Biden, January 6th, all this stuff. We get a razor-thin majority. Guess who gets to control the scope and the sphere of the investigations? Good old Kevin McCarthy. He's going to have a lot of... Uh, He's going to have a lot of sway and, and impact there. And guess what? When you get to 
fixing all this uh, uh, massive Democrat spending, well, it's going to be pretty much the same because if we only have a razor-thin majority and half of the Republicans hate this country and are taking Ukraine money, if they're all profiting together on this, chances are they're going to continue sending trillions of dollars to Ukraine. Chances are inflation's not going to get any better. Chances are the Republicans and the Democrats are just a big uniparty trying to trying to not look. I, I used to say they're trying to stab you in the back and tell you the Republicans will do this, stab you in the back and tell you it was the it was the Democrats. The Democrats will just stab you right in the eye and call you a racist. But now they're both just they're just looking you right in the face. Two knives, one 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 Republican, one Democrat just stabbing you right in the eyeballs and they're saying we don't give a shit anymore. We don't give a shit if you know. We don't care. We, we we own everything. We control everything. That's that's the that's where we're at right now. And so people are looking at this and they're saying, uh we're all in this position where it's like so we tried. I became a poll worker, I joined the the Republican executive committee, local trying to trying to get involved at the local level, funded different campaigns, put my money, you know, different places. I tried to get involved. I tried, you know, I showed up on, on election day and I voted my ass off. I even, you know, made sure to research the candidates and know what I'm talking about, know what I'm doing when I go to the polls and uh well, I I do live in Florida, so I kind of got Maybe it worked. Maybe it was my... Hey, wait a second. I just realized something. Ron DeSantis is over here bragging about his performance. It was because of me. It was because of me. I live in Florida. I got DeSantis elected, and he needs to start kissing the ring. He needs to start kissing the ring. Because if it weren't for me, buddy, they would have rigged that election. But I was a poll worker, a deputy poll worker. And I stood there, and I held the door for 16 hours while people were coming in. And I told him, make sure you have your ID. I said, make sure you have an ID. It's it's over there. The the ESNS machines, they're over there. So, um but 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 like Pennsylvania, Audit the Vote PA, those ladies they told me that frickin' there was five hundred poll workers in twenty twenty. And in twenty twenty two they had seven thousand. Seven thousand. 7,000 poll workers, a net increase of 6,500 poll workers. So don't tell me people didn't get involved. Don't tell me people didn't do enough. Don't tell me people didn't try. Don't tell me they didn't fight back. Don't tell me it's our fault. Because we did what we were told to do. We did our job. And they still rigged that son of a bitch like nobody's business. John Fetterneck, pregnant neck, John Fetterneck, brain dead, cannot even, can't even hear you. He has to read from a teleprompter on the debate stage and takes 30 seconds to respond to questions. That guy allegedly got elected. Mastriano, epic landslide behind 700,000 votes. 
one of the strongest grassroots candidates, Carrie Lake, give me a break, telling me that she lost an election. Give me a break. It didn't happen. They rigged it. We got involved. We got active. We did our job. And it still wasn't enough, apparently, I guess because, well, people just really want abortions. Those Republicans, they were going to take it. They were going to take uh, abortion rights away. They were going to make women, they were going to force women to carry babies to term even if they're they're going to die. Republicans are forcing your your daughters, you young people out there, they're going to force you to die. They're going to make you carry your rapist baby. That's what they said. That was all they campaigned on. And 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 here's the problem. I do think that that had an impact. I know that there was fraud, but I also think that the Republicans didn't even try, didn't even campaign, didn't even put out ads to combat that propaganda about abortion. What Republicans did was they tried to, they tried to be logical. They tried to, they tried to, they tried to run on facts, not feelings or whatever about the economy. And it's like, you don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. The majority of people here in this country i try to turn down my mic so you guys can't hear the... My, my kid has hand, foot, mouth disease and a cold, so he's just nonstop crying. So, um, so, what was I saying? Oh, don't try to fool yourself into thinking that the majority of this country operates on logic and facts. It's, it's just, they don't. The majority of people in this country operate on emotion. You have to appeal to emotion to effectively run a campaign, and Republicans didn't even try. So, I mean, there was fraud, but the Republicans, as we see, were actually part of this money laundering scam, taking taking in millions of dollars that they're laundering over to Ukraine. And it was all a big circle jerk that they, 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 they didn't even care. They didn't even care. They, they weren't trying to win. So, yeah. So anyways, um, Trump's making a big announcement tonight. So let's talk about that for, for, for a minute. Trump is making a big announcement tonight, and I'm almost 100% sure that he's announcing he's going to run in 2024. I mean, you got people saying it's going to be one of four things, or three things. One, 2024. Two, he's going to announce he's uh, running for House Speaker. Three, he's going to start a new party. And four, he's going to announce that we caught them all, militaries in control, Space Force, Devolution, QAnon, all that stuff. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the process of elimination here. One, I don't think Trump's going to be House Speaker. I don't think he wants to be. I don't think he would even be willing to take a position lower than what he's entitled to from the fact that it was stolen. Um... Number two, I'm, I'm going out of order here, but number two, he said that he doesn't believe in starting a new party because we'd never win another election. Um, he, he's already said that that, that, would, that would split the vote. We would never win another election. So I, why would I think that he's going to uh, announce that he's starting a new party? 
number what number are we on? Damn, my my freaking ADD. Guys, while my ADD and my brain fart, I got to wait for it to evaporate and dissipate. My brain farts got to scatter, okay? Right now it's really concentrated. If you guys could do me a favor and smash that rumble button, click that rumble button, really helps out this stream and, you know, you know, I don't know if it does or not. I honestly don't know if it helps anything on Rumble, but it would make me feel better. Okay, and these are challenging, tough times. Okay, and if if all it takes for me to feel a little better is to click a Rumble button, please, please just give me that dignity. <sighs> Anyways, so I was saying, he's either going to announce House Speaker. We checked that one off the list. He's going to announce. Starting a new party. We checked that one off the list. And let's talk about Space Force. I, I really, I just don't go for, I don't believe in all that stuff. I don't believe in all that stuff. I'm sorry. I think that if, do I really even need to go into it? I, I don't think I do. I don't believe that stuff. Um, I think that there was a plan and that plan was for Mike Pence to kick the to not certify the election and kick it back to the states so they can sort it out and postpone the certification and Mike Pence failed to do his his job and he's a traitor um and I, I really I really don't know why Trump continues to be like he's a good man but he made a mistake not nah, F Mike Pence F Mike Pence Mike Pence is a is a gosh dang traitor and a story man because now he's put, he's putting out a book about Donald Trump saying that he was reckless. He was he put out he's putting out a book saying the president was reckless. He put my life and my family's life at risk on January 6. He's he's going to run for president against him. And you got people saying this douchebag's a white hat. Don't why would see see that these people these people kill me, man reason it makes me mad here's why that bothers me so gosh dang much is because Mike Pence and these guys like him that have turned on Trump Bill Barr Mike Pompeo all these guys they deserve the full weight of the MAGA movement to come down on them for the traitors that they are for the pieces of shit that they are they don't deserve to, for you to be like pacified in in la la land in fantasy land like oh they're white hats just wait and see, guys. Don't don't give them the accountability that they deserve. Don't give them the reaction that they deserve because they might be a white hat. And we'll find out in two more weeks. See, that's why that shit pisses me off. No, I believe in Space Force. I believe it exists. I don't I just don't believe that it's it's I don't believe that Trump controls the military. And I think the reason I don't believe that is because, well, for one, the Afghanistan withdrawal, um, you know, the the fact that Biden has, like, completely restructured the Department of Defense with, like, 44 different appointments, and the whole theory that Trump controls the military hangs on this idea that he appointed all these generals, and most of them are already gone and have been replaced by Biden— um, confirmed in the Senate and everything. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really get that. I, I, I mean, the whole executive order thing, 
yeah, tr- Trump signed a bunch of executive orders, but when you transfer the power, the the, the current administration, I'm not saying Biden's legitimate. He was illegitimately installed. The election was stolen. But clearly, Biden is the one, or, well, his sh- Biden's shadow government consisting of Obama and frickin' Xi Jinping, they're the ones pulling the strings. And if they're not, if they're not, and this is... Trump's doing I would I would not no longer be able to support him anymore because it's like you're doing an awful job and uh I just I just don't believe that stuff and if that makes me you know people are like oh Nick's a piece of shit because he doesn't believe in a, a whole bunch of stuff that makes no sense then so be it if I have to believe in a bunch of stuff that makes absolutely no sense defies all logic and all the evidence in front of my eyes for you to like me I don't care. I don't want you to like me because you're not like somebody that's going to actually be useful in the freaking path to victory, man. If you can't figure out Trump's not still the president controlling a shadow puppety government behind the scenes, like, I don't need you to like me. I'm sorry. But I have no problem with you. I really, I have no problem with you. I don't. I don't. I don't care what you believe. Um, it's just that, like, sometimes when I start saying things like that, I get so much na- nasty comments, like, so many nasty things said back. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm trying to put the pieces together, man. And that's what makes sense to me. Belief shouldn't be a sin. I mean, I, I just believe these things because when, when I stack up all the pieces together, that's what that's what I see. I don't know. So I, I definitely think um, Trump's going to announce he's running in 2024 to summarize that. To summarize, I think Trump is going to announce that he's running in 2024. And what we're seeing right now is like um, a mass exodus of people turning away from Trump, including... Now, let me pull something up real quick that I find interesting. But I don't want to read too much into it because it's not conclusive whatsoever. But check this out. Um, so now this is a secondhand source, so you can't really take this too seriously. But Farnish Amiri, whoever that is, I don't even know. Do you guys know who that is? Farnish Amiri says, Representative Matt Gates, one of the very few GOP lawmakers who had planned to go down to Mar-a-Lago tonight for Trump's announcement, says the weather is not looking good for his flight down to D.C., from D.C. to Florida, but he will be there in spirit. So, uh, blaming the weather, huh? I don't know. May- I don't know. Maybe the weather isn't looking too good. Uh, but But here's the thing. Trump is here's what they're here's what they're trying to make this look like. They're trying to make it look like Trump just got his ass handed to him in the midterms. Um he's a political liability. Everyone's turning on him, including Matt Gates. That's the intention behind this tweet. Whoever this person is, they're trying to make this they're trying to make the narrative that look, even Matt Gates isn't showing up. Wow. How sad, how pathetic. He's all alone. He's on an island. Nobody likes him anymore. Nobody cares. He's a loser. That's what they're they're all trying to make this into. And so, um, why why am I why am I talking about this? 
I'm talking about this because you can you can choose to ignore it, but I'm going to acknowledge it. There is going to be tough times ahead in trying to um, get back on our feet, right? Like, I don't know if you guys... I, I read comments all day long. I mean... I read almost every comment you guys leave me on Telegram, Rumble, uh, except for you know the couple turds in my chat that I can tell are trolling, then I just ignore everything they say forever. And I read what people are saying, and, and, and there's a lot of people that are genuinely going to be upset if Trump announces 2024. Um, because they're expecting something bigger than that. And... Uh, so what's going to happen is there's going to be Trump announced Trump Trump most likely I'd say 99% chance he's going to announce 2024. He's going to announce it and then there's going to be um a lot of a lot of division and infighting and there's going to be a lot of people going after each other. Um there's going to be people saying no matter what we have to stay loyal to Trump and anybody outside of that is a freaking traitor and f you and you're not real maga and maybe you're deep state and maybe you're this and that and they're going to start accusing each other they're going to start devouring each other and the other people are just going to be like look I I think Trump's done I don't think he can I, I, like there's going to be people take the bait and go to DeSantis there's going to be people in the middle that say like this is just too much chaos and I'm 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 getting out of here it's going to be a lot of chaos if Trump announces tonight. Especially since the mainstream media, the deep state, all these people are going to try to orchestrate a massive uh, divide and conquer. Oh, wow. Thank you for the rumble rant. Uh, Oog J2. Sadly, the yearly cost of a troll is all I can afford. Keep speaking up. The sheepies hate that. Thank you so much. The yearly cost of a troll is all I can afford. That's more than that's more than I would ever. Um, what's the word? Hey man, I'm just I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And you just so now like what does that mean? The yearly cost of a troll is all I can afford. So I don't have to acknowledge trolls because you know I got <laughs> I got my payment. All right, cool. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to deal with trolls. When, when you got Oog J sending rumble rants, that's for sure. So, so anyways, you know, I do think Trump's going to announce a run 2024. And, and the reason is because if you go look at his true social account, he's been telling us all week. He's been retruthing memes about Trump 2024 nonstop. Uh, he's been talking about how DeSantis doesn't stand a chance in 2024 and he's better than him and did better than him and outperformed him and blah, blah. Um, I don't think he'd be engaging in that unless he planned to run. I think all signs indicate Trump is going to run in 2024. And you can read beyond that. I guess we'll see tonight. People think something bigger's coming. I guess we'll find out very soon and we don't have to keep uh, debating back and forth about it. But I think he's going to announce a run. And if he doesn't, I st I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, I'm so stupid. No, because all signs were pointing in one direction. And if something else comes as a surprise, I'm just going to be like, whoa. I had no reason to believe that. 
Um, but, you know, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough because you're going to have a lot of people saying, what's the point? Why would we support 2024 if the 2018 election was rigged, the 2020 election was rigged, and the 2022 election was rigged? Why would we, why would we support 2024? And I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about that right now because uh, it, it, it sure is a logical conclusion to say, well, 2018 was rigged, 2020 was rigged, 2022 was rigged, 2024, maybe that one will be different. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of a logical leap to think it's going to be any different. But here's the thing. So, so Trump actually set the date of the 15th before the election. And I don't think, look, so then, so then the, the midterms were rigged. Everybody's turning against him. I think Trump is, I don't want, if I say caught off guard, people are going to flip out because they're going to say, no, he knew everything in advance. He's a 5D chess fortune teller. He knows everything. He's omnipotent. I'm not going to say he was caught off guard. I'm going to say, I don't think he predicted it would be that bad. And that all these people, despite the fact that his endorsement record was really good, I don't think he expected them to just in a massive coordinated fashion call him a loser. But I, but then again, then again, he did know about DeSantis before the midterms. He called him DeSanctimonious. He threw that out there. So he did know something. He knew, okay, all right, all right. Maybe he knew way, way more than... I just gave him credit for a second ago because he knew that. So he knew there was an agenda. He knew there was a massive coordinated effort to prop up DeSantis, and he called it out before the election. And he announced he was going to run on uh, – well, he announced the announcement in his Ohio rally and said, tune in on the 15th. So, man. So he knew all this stuff was going to happen to a degree. To a degree. And so, whatever he was going to do, whatever he's going to do tonight, hasn't changed since then. Um, a lot of people were like, man, it would make him look so stupid if he announced 2024 right now because of, of the midterms. I'm like, so I just realized, no, no, no. He knew that they were going to do this. And also... um. Trump's been kind of telling us on his truth social this entire time. He's been saying, yeah, uh, the election was rigged. It's all Mitch McConnell's fault. And DeSantis, he ain't shit. And uh, I'm the MAGA king, baby. And I'm the only man for the job. He's been saying all that on... on... So here's what I think is going to happen tonight. He's going he's gonna to come out and he's going to say all that stuff. He's going to say how terrible the country is. He's going to say how the elections are a disaster. He's going to talk about Mitch McConnell. He's going to talk about DeSantis. And he's going to talk about how he's the only one that can fix it all. And he's going to announce a run in 2024. I That's my prediction. And the, and the only reason I'm predicting things is because I have anticipation anxiety. Because I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> I'm nervous. I just... I, w- I want I want 
I want answers. I want to know what's going on. So I predicted Kevin McCarthy for House Speaker, and I was right. I was a little all over the place with my predictions about what they're going to rig and what they're not. But uh, if I had just been like, they're going to rig it all, I would have been right. I wish I'd have just come out the gate and been like, yeah, they're going to rig the entire election. Because they they rig the Senate, they rig the governors, they rig the attorney generals. Not a single Secretary of State, America First, got through. Same old guard in the swing states. And uh, now we're looking at possibly the House being stolen. And if we're lucky, if we're lucky, we'll get a one-seat majority. Right? That's 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 pretty that's pretty shitty. But remember, there's people in Arizona organizing right now, right now to shut down the Arizona government because they are absolutely not at all in in they're not at all going to accept what just happened. I mean, seriously, it's not like we're just sitting here saying that the election was stolen with no evidence. Thirty percent of the machines in Maricopa County were not working. They weren't working. So, so like, it's not a baseless conspiracy theory. It's not at all. They, 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 they weren't working. That People were sent home. Yeah, you took ballots to door number three, and then you tabulated them later, you know, which is shady in and of itself. We don't know what happened with those ballots. But also, we don't know how many thousands of people were denied their right to vote because they were standing in long ass lines endlessly and people were after four or five hours like I, I gotta go I, and and then you put out a message that they can come back later or whatever and you say well, we didn't deny their right to vote no but you suppressed their vote and there's something called equal protection you know and so if you're if this is happening predominantly to Republicans that vote on election day then you've you've violated the the 14th amendment so i mean there's 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 got to be a new election people can't stand for this i don't i said before i was like even if carrie lake wins i can't trust the results of this election i can't because it's not it's not been conducted in a way that's transparent it's been completely uh, dysfunctional um things happen that aren't supposed to happen so how can I trust the results? How can I trust that the playing field was fair? I can't. I don't know how many thousand people were turned away. I mean, the race was called by what? Like 10,000 votes, 15,000 votes, something like that. 20,000 at the most. And out of what? Two and a half million, three million. Um, so how hard is it to believe that 20,000 people were disenfranchised and went home? It's pretty damn easy. How how hard is it to believe that you know the the the, the people um the margin by which Katie Hobbs allegedly won wouldn't be any different if those people actually stayed in line? So anyways, Dude, troll in the chat, man. Go cluck yourself, brother. You suck, okay? You have obvious issues with either your mother or father or both. 
and uh, you're just starved for attention, okay? You just want to be recognized for the pathetic loser that you are. Anyone that would spend that much time sitting there just typing the same stupid shit over and over is the, you've got to be the biggest loser. I would never, my life and my time is way too valuable. You're showing us that you have that much time to devote to being an asshole just goes to show that your life is completely pathetic. So, um, if you want attention, you just got it. Hope that makes you feel better. Anyways, um, so, check this out. Got another one for you. Liz Cheney actually tried to tried to flex on Carrie Lake. Okay, so I saw this earlier. Not that, not that. Nasty Liz Cheney tweets out outrageous statement directed at Carrie Lake. Liz Cheney solidified the reason why Americans hate her. Last night, gubernatorial candidate in Arizona for the GOP had her election taken from her. Carrie Lake shared a couple of nights ago that the Dems have the election system wired, and she was right. I'm not sure if Liz Cheney realizes it or if she even cares. How she comes across to the average American as very rude and disgusting. She was the first to go after Carrie Lake and slam her for losing the election while in ignoring or spelling out that the election was stolen. Anyways, so basically, uh, rem- remember, uh, Liz Cheney had pledged to um, sabotage the Carrie Lake campaign and support her opponent, right? She paid millions or whatever in, in TV ads to bash Carrie Lake. And a few few days ago, Carrie Lake was like, thanks for the biggest boost to my campaign. Biggest boost to my campaign in political history. Because, you know, the anti-Cheney endorsement is the best endorsement you can get. I, I, I got tons of money come to my campaign and 10, point, uh, 10 points thanks to... Hold on. Your commercial added 10 points to our lead, she told Liz Cheney. Now... So Carrie Lake was basically thanking Liz Cheney for for not supporting her because it actually helped her. Now, Liz Cheney, right after the election was called, retweeted her and said, You're welcome, Carrie Lake. As if to be like, gotcha, bitch. This is Liz Cheney trying to trying to uh pull off a gotcha like Like this this I hate this bitch. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cuss, man, but I hate this. I hate this witch, okay? I hate I, I hate your dad. I hate you. You suck, okay? It's, it's really simple. I don't have a lot of commentary for that, but I just... These smug, you know, these smug... Uh, dude, Liz Cheney. What, what, what can I say, man? What can I say? You got destroyed in an epic landslide couldn't even get 30 percent of the vote because everybody hates your damn dumb ass and then you go on trying to sabotage trump endorsed candidates because you're bitter like a little little snaggle puss that you are and then after the fact you're like gotcha like like that's supposed to that's supposed to be some kind of flex 
You know, that's supposed to be, are we supposed to be impressed? You're pathetic. You're a loser. You are, you are 10 times the loser Carrie Lake allegedly was, by the way. You lost in an epic landslide. Okay. And then you want to, uh, commit to disrupting the MAGA movement after your Jan 6 bullshit turned it turned out to be nothing but a a charade which nobody cared about and destroyed your political career in the process now you want to act like dude Larry thank you sir gosh so many trolls Nick is definitely over the target yeah the trolls come out when I when I start speaking facts you know what I mean when Nick starts speaking facts, the trolls come out. But I would just suggest you ignore them. I gave I gave the guy a little bit of a... I threw him a bone, acknowledged his existence, because clearly these people are like masochists. You know what a masochist... You know, they're, they're these people that just want someone to, to inflict pain on them because they have they hate themselves so much. They just... They hate their own selves and existence so much that they actually derive pleasure from people telling them what a piece of shit they are and telling them what losers they are. It's kind of sick, man. It's kind of sick. So I, I would just suggest depriving them of what they're looking for, which is attention. Um, and just, if anything, just tell them to seek help. Just get help. You're just sad, man. It's really sad and pathetic. But anyways. Um, so guys... We got a big, uh, big thing going on tonight. Big, big thing. You know, Trump gonna announce that he's running in 2024. It's gonna be very interesting what happens after that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Am I that excited about it? No, not really, man. Because, because I, I mean, we, we have to fix something before that even becomes a thing. It's kind of like you know, after 2020, there would be people that show up to Trump events wearing 2024 hats and people would like yell at them and shame them and be like, what are you doing, man? We have to fix 2020 or bust that kind of thing. And they're like, what the, what the hell's the point of 2024? If, if elections are stolen and nothing's done about it, you don't have another election. We don't have, there is no 2024. Everybody was on board with that before. And now all of a sudden that, the Arizona audit, the frickin' Krakens, the PCAPs, the kinematics, the frickin' mules, the lawsuits in Georgia and Michigan and Arizona and trying to get rid of the Dominion machines, try to expose everything and try to get the laws, you know, photo ID laws passed and get rid of the mass scale mail-in voting, one day, one vote, all this stuff. We tried that for two years straight. Um... And then right after they rig another election, we're like, all right, 2024, got to gotta, gotta uh, gear up for another election. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just kind of absurd. It's an absurd place to be in. But I think it's important for Trump right now to stake his claim and make it known that he's not stepping away politically because if he did if he was what what if he was to just be like what do you guys what, what do you guys want him to be like oh yeah all right well swamp's too deep guess i just got to walk away what do you think would happen then 
the 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 people that are unified around him as like sort of a mascot or symbol if he goes then everybody just kind of disperses into chaos and i don't think you want that those of you that those of you dickwads out there that really want to destroy destroy trump i don't think you want that at all <laughs> i don't think you want that you, you <laughs> i don't think you want that it's not a threat it's just like um you want trump to keep going and continue to be the political figure that he is and the some sort of beacon of hope of you you want him to continue to be a symbol um of the pe- you know for the people that are fighting for freedom but i definitely don't want to get on this this train where we start pretending like 2024 is going to be different so uh, just we're in a diff, we're in a tight spot, tight spot for sure. But so, anyways, this was um this was fun. I want you guys to cont- uh, please smash that rumble button. Damn, we got a thousand people watching. Well, shucks, I'm not gonna stop now. I- I'm not gonna stop now. I want to show you guys something else. I want to break something down for you guys. I did this on my locals, but I'm gonna do it for you guys too, because I love you. And I value you. And uh, I really... Listen, guys. I freaking... Can I just be frank? Can I be honest with you? It. Pay, I, I don't want to put nothing behind a paywall on locals. But I actually got people saying to me, like, I... You know, I... I signed up to your locals to be a supporter because I was, I was thinking that there would be some sort of perk or incentive or something in return and... You know, if you don't if you don't do anything for your supporters, then why am I going to be a supporter? I'm like, well, damn, okay, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, so, so I did a video about this for my supporters on locals, and hopefully they're not pissed off. But I want to sh- I want to I want to break this down with you guys too. You're right, I am Nick, not Frank. Um, but at the same time, please please support me on locals. Just. Don't come on. I'm not good at this kind of thing. I'm not good at that. I don't know how to be like a freaking yeah, s- support me, man. Anyways, um Oh, Nick does love gold, baby. Strawberry Rhino says, "We love you not as much as you love gold." I'm a leprechaun, baby. Look at me. You think I don't love gold? Nicklovesgold.com where you can protect your retirement. But but when you invest in gold, it's actually gold that comes straight out of my pot of gold that I keep hidden under the rainbow. Anyways, so let me pull this up. Where the hell is this article? All right, I want to show you guys. <laughs> well, here we are talking about Kevin McCarthy for House Speaker, and we're pissed off about that. But I w- let's take it a step further, and I'll show you that it's actually possible that... We might not even get the house and have to worry about that at all. We might get Nancy Pelosi. We might actually get uh, Liz Cheney as house speaker. Because check this out. I'm going to show you. Show you a breakdown here. Um, so, as Republicans are now one seat away from capturing a majority of seats in the House of Representatives, there are still 13 races yet to be called that will determine how close the margins could be for the GOP should it ultimately prevail. Now, you know we need 218 seats to win a majority, 
currently the Republicans have 217. Democrats have 205. Now, that looks pretty promising, right? Looks pretty promising. But looks can be very deceiving. Because when you actually break it down, there's absolutely a chance, especially given the fact that, hey, they just rigged everything else, so why the hell not? There's actually a chance that the Republicans could maintain the House. I'm sorry, Democrats could maintain the House. And if you don't believe me, just take a look. Okay, so the first, like I said, there's 13 races yet to be called. Republicans have 20, uh, 217. They need one more to get the majority. Democrats currently sit at uh, 205. Now, in Alaska, you have ranked choice voting. Mary Peltola has an advantage over Sarah Palin and Nick Begich currently, but she still needs 50% to secure that win. Um, and ranked choice voting means that they're going to go to a second round on Wednesday, November 23rd. But already, the Democrats in the lead, and you got ranked choice voting. Next up, you got Maine. Similarly, they have ranked choice voting out there. And already, the Democrat is in the lead. California. Now, check this out. You've got 13 races left. Nine of them are in California. Nine. Okay? You've got um, you've got a big problem on your hand here. you got a big problem on your hair because in, in, in California, here's how it works. They can still accept mail-in ballots up to a week after the election as long as they're postmarked before the election. So if you if you got these people that want to rig it and you got Republicans leading, they can still bring in mail-in ballots as long as they want and they can clear the margin of victory after the election day votes have been counted. They know exactly how many they need. And so uh, it's it's real simple. Nine go nine in California, and only a couple of them are close. So they also have only counted, I believe, like fifty three percent of the vote in California. So whatever you're seeing right now, it doesn't really indicate what the end end result's going to be. I would assume all of these you're, you're going to have a blue. What you have in California is a red mirage followed by a blue uh, tidal wave. So Republican Kevin Kiley holds a lead in uh, California 3. Um, Democrat is in the lead. Democrat is in the lead. Uh, this is one of the tightest races in California 13 between Republican John Duarte and Democrat Adam Gray. He's only leading by 800 votes. Now here's the one that is looking pretty safe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not that one. Not that one. So California 21 is yet to be called. And Republican challenger Michael, the the Democrat leads the Republican challenger by more than 7,000 votes. In another tight race, incumbent Republican Representative David Villado leads Democratic challenger Rudy Salas by more than 3,000 votes. Um, and they're calling this one a, a toss-up. So the Republicans leading this one, it's a toss-up. But 
he's only leading by 3,000 votes. A nice dump of mail-in ballots, and boom, you clear that margin. Incumbent Republican Mike Garcia holds a commanding lead over Democrat challenger Christy Smith by a little more than 13,000 votes in the lean Republican seat. So this one is definitely leaning Republican. That's one of your best shots right there. Um, Democrats leading that one. Okay, now let's talk about... Let's talk about Lauren Boebert. So Lauren Boebert is in a very, very tight race. And she's only winning by 1,000 votes right now. But all of a sudden, we had thousands of votes just come out of nowhere. Thousands of votes, military overseas, um, that that were allowed to arrive as late as Wednesday, as long as they were postmarked by Election Day. And guess what we just all learned? Well, some of us sooner than others, but... That the military ballot is a freaking scam. It's so easy to exploit the UACAVA FVAP.gov portal. It's so easy to exploit. You don't even have to... You just put in any address. Doesn't matter whether you live there or not. You can In Wisconsin, you can just put any fake name and any address. You don't have to even prove that you registered to vote. You don't have to prove anything. So, uh... Imagine a bunch of a bunch of military overseas upset Lauren Boebert, Republican. How much sense would that make to you? Anyways, um, and you got one more in Colorado, same story. So, I think it is very, very likely that Republicans will um, get like a one-seat majority, but it's still possible. There's still a possible chance that Democrats could actually they could actually steal the house too and I wouldn't be that I wouldn't be that shocked at this point now um so manage your expectations now guys I got to get rolling I actually haven't had anything to eat today it's 4 30 in the afternoon baby's crying and um Trump's going to be making an announcement tonight we'll all be tuning in I think a couple of guys are going to be live streaming it I might pop in it's going to depend especially on this kid being really sick. So please smash like, and also please consider going to nickmoseeder.locals.com, signing up over there to be a supporter. Consider checking out the uh, the uh, affiliate links in the description. Nicklovesgold.com, protect your retirement. You can save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit at preparewithnickmoseeder.com, and you can save 66% off MyPillow products using promo code Nick. So smash that rumble button. Anyways, thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.